You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline, and we're back to talk more WWE NXT on the USA Network and the Peacock. Uh, We're here to talk Mm -hmm. about episode 617. Wow, time flies. Right, well, it helps that we missed uh, episode 616. Yeah, and there's two things I want to talk about in that episode, if you don't mind. I don't mind at all. First is, the match that took place in the middle of that episode was by far one of the best things I've seen on an episode of NXT in a very long time. Is this and it the, came up uh, out of nowhere. Is this the, the tag uh, team match the with way? Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Yep, Johnny Gargano, Austin Theory, um, Oni Lorcan, and Pete Dunne yep. tag team match. Holy banana. I like, heard that was, I, did not, I, I ended fuck, up not it, seeing the show, but I heard that one was really good. You know, it is worth watching just to watch that. Like, it was like, that's mm. the match you want. And the it was the was middle. Yeah. It was the middle of the show. What was the main event again? Uh, main event was um, Kyle O'Reilly, oh, Kyle and, O'Reilly Kushida. and Kushida. It was very good, um, but it's a very specific style of match. Whereas the tag yeah. match, I was like, this just speaks mm-hmm. to everyone. <laughs> um, and man, I'm, I cannot wait for Pete Dunne and Johnny Gargano to f- be feuding more yeah because that's really what we want to see well uh Um, you know once they can figure out what all of their characters alignments are supposed to be uh i'm sure we can figure out yeah they're slowly turning johnny gargano into a good guy again i think (laughs) so but like in the worst way i don't know yeah and then candace and indy are still saying heel so it's very bizarre but it is what it is yeah i have Um, no idea what's happening but yeah and then and then the other thing we have to talk about, of course, is Diamond Mine finally showed up That's at the right. end of the episode. And it is a new stable, as we called. Mm-hmm. Um, the greatest thing, though, is that Malcolm Bivens is, like, heading it. Yes, he's, like, the <laughs> mouthpiece, which is... Which is so smart. Yeah, well, because the head of the Diamond Mine is Roderick Strong, uh, who his wife is not a part of the group. She was let go. She was. I I read um, rumors mm-hmm. that both she and Ruas were supposed to be part of this stable, and I was like, that would have made a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, Arturo. Arturo was also mm-hmm. released as well. Uh, somebody had pointed out that maybe it's just coincidental timing, but uh, when WWE had the good fortune to sign Ronda Rousey that mm-hmm. uh very quickly like they already had uh Shayna yeah. was already starting in NXT sort of she was starting in the main yep. classic but like that's when Ronda was right on the verge of signing anyway and then all of a sudden you've got the other two four horsewomen 
right. uh, show up as well. And there was all that talk of them doing the MMA horsewomen against the WWE horsewomen. And mm-hmm. then obviously they never did it. And right. people are very quick to point out now that since Ronda Rousey has announced her her pregnancy and all of that other stuff, mm-hmm. she's not coming back anytime soon. And Marina's let go and Jessamine's let go. Okay. And Shayna is being attacked by voodoo Alexa Bliss. Yep. So it sounds like it's yeah. That's yeah, and they did kind of give up on them, I think. But and yeah. Um, my husband has an interesting point. He's like, I bet you that they weren't good on the mic. And I'm like, but you put them with a mouthpiece. Well, like, yeah, that's that's why you have Bivens. Like, that's right. why Bivens is there. Like, Bivens, um, Roderick Strong is okay on the mic, but, like, his yeah. his voice makes me not believe him as much. And I know that sounds bad, because, like, he's that's his voice. It's natural. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't... Um, but Bivens, a, I believe you're Yeah, he's not a horrible promo, but... Um, Bivens, I, I'm curious. He's to not Malcolm Bivens. No, and I'm I'm <laughs> curious to see what Bivens promos are going to be like, because obviously he's like a, a like a literal son, like filled with charismatic energy, like bursting out from yeah. like everywhere. But a lot of the times that comes out in like very goofy kind of ways i i want to see like his serious promo uh because i presume he can channel it in that direction i presume diamond mine will also be a serious faction so yeah i agree and i think he can do it and i love him on twitter i follow him oh he's hilarious and yep. he's he talks about how he's six foot six all the time <laughs> it's great oh sure uh you know he's one wonderful. other thing before we dive into this episode it is worth pointing out that nxt appears to be filled with three or more people groups and they're all bad guy groups all of them which makes it feel like the good guys have no friends <laughs> at all uh, well the good guys are just all friends with like I said, it's kind of like the, what msk has been doing they just come out with for all the good guys and help them like, yeah th- they're just th- like one big group <laughs> they're friendly but they do not want to form yeah. some sort of group yes no but i'm telling you it could be diamond mine Versus Legato del Fantasma versus Imperium at War Games. So mm-hmm. let's start that now. Oh, it's been a while since we've start done that, that three-team War Games. Right, right. That's so, what they did for the first one that they did in NXT was uh, three did. teams. And so then, and Roderick Strong will be your constant in all of them, right? Because I think true. he was in the yeah. So he's been in all of them. Yep. Anyway, just starting it. Just starting it. <laughs> <laughs> just putting it out there. Uh, just, War Games season shirt available on geeklymerch.com also. <laughs> we're getting close. Every every day that passes is one day closer yeah, to War Games. Yeah, we're already in July. Mm-hmm. Like, War Games is like four months away now. Just a matter of time. Be- better to start stocking up on that merchandise now. Yeah, uh, before it flies off the shelves. That's right. Oh, well, people have been buying them. By the, I mean, I'm going to talk about that Love later it. when I thank people, but that's quite okay. nice. But anyway, yeah, let's thank dive you. into this show. Okay, let's dive in. So we start with, um, there's a women's tag triple threat match. It's Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart and versus Io and Zoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and winner faces the way at the Great American Bash next week. So we start, and it's um, triple threat rules. So three people in the ring at the same time. 
gets confusing as hell. Um, so you have Raquel, Ember, and Eo who start. Um, Raquel's trying to power through everyone, but Eo and Ember using their quickness to take Raquel down. Eo gets a cover for one, um, and all women on their feet, but Raquel takes the other two down and launches Eo into the corner. Ember takes Raquel down with a Hurricanrana. Ember now taking down everyone. Uh, Shotzi tags in and takes down Raquel, but Dakota helps out, and Zoe comes in. Um, and I don't even know what's happening. Um, things got very confusing very fast. Zoe going after Dakota and, and Raquel, but EO flips out onto them. Then, oh, they're out on the floor, I should say this. So Zoe goes after Dakota, then Raquel comes in to save, and then EO flips out onto them. Then Shotzi goes through the ropes to take down EO, Raquel, and Dakota. Then Ember flips out to take out down everyone else. And then finally, Zoe just dives onto everyone um pretty cool little moment that everyone had um mm-hmm. just taking building up on how many people they were taking out outside the ring yes. um back in and we are still with raquel shotzi and eo raquel tosses shotzi and goes after eo but eo rolls raquel down and double stomp to the chest zoe and dakota in and ember two um zoe doing really well taking everyone out and gets dakota down for a one and then again for a two eo tags in now and zoe and eo tandem offense on dakota eo with a tiger kick and then a missile drop kick and eo is so proud of herself but shotzi in to break it up with a senton uh, now shotzi and eo have a back and forth ember in and they go to work on EO. EO. Dakota's back in and Ember with knees to Dakota and Shotzi tags in. Both EO and Dakota are on the ropes um, and Shotzi and um, Ember each do some big kick um, to one to the front of the head, one to the back of the head. It looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Not describing it very well. Um, Shotzi had Dakota um, and Raquel gets in to break up the pin um, and then everyone's just going after Raquel. Dakota's on the ropes. Shotzi and Ember looking for a suplex or something off the top. Um, Eo and Zoe going to take everyone out but Raquel in and just rips everyone off the ropes um, and does this amazing toss um, and catch on Ember um, to drop her. Dakota able um, to get Shotzi down but Eo back in and gets a cross face to Dakota. Eo with a backbreaker um, and then climbs the ropes and gets the backward flip, but Raquel is in to break up. Um, oh, but Raquel is there instead of Dakota. She moved Dakota out of the way. Sorry. Um, but she's not legal, um, so it doesn't matter. Um, Dakota able to ro- roll to safety. Ember in and takes Eo out. Shotzi um, uh, continuing to go after Zoe with a great move. Um, uh, with a great move. I, couldn't, I don't really know what it was. She kind of like dropped her and then kicked her in the face. Um, then everyone just kind of showing off their finishers one by one. Dakota and Eo in the ring. Eo gets the moonsault on Dakota for the win. Oh my gosh, there was so much happening. I missed so much. I'm just so going to say that. Yeah, there was a um, ton. Uh, final thoughts on this though. Poor Dakota is always the one taking the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought Shotzi or Ember should have been pinned. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I thought it was a super fun match. So much happened. And um, I like Zoe. I think she and Eeyore are going to have a great match against the way. Yeah, I think so, week. too. They might even win the titles. Um, you know, I'm. it's still that, like, I'm, I'm warming up to it. It's mostly because I like Zoe. But I wish they had handled her a little bit better before putting her into this situation where she was also getting some wins and stuff too, but that's okay. The, the match there was, yeah, a lot going on, but it was all pretty good. I really enjoyed this one and I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure the right team won here because we're not going to do Dakota and Raquel against the way and Ember and Shotzi, like, 
Yeah. I mean, it I feels think- like we're speeding through these women's tag team titles. Like, it doesn't feel like they're taking a lot of time. Yeah. Um, they're new. Yeah. I mean, I will say, though, at least yeah. they're defending them. I feel like the men's tag titles, you're always like, when are we going to see that match? And mm-hmm. so at least with the women, they're booking it. Yeah. Uh, well, at least here with EO and Zoe, we are getting a fresh team against Candice mm-hmm. and Indy. So I wouldn't even be against Candice and Indy retaining just to give the current champions a bit of longevity on their reign. Yes. But uh, I also wouldn't be surprised to see a title change either because they've been doing kind of rapid title changes with those belts. Yeah. But this match uh, mm-hmm. on its own, I liked. I went three and a quarter. Oh, me too. On the hey. button. Look at that. Uh, Grapple, uh, they have a consensus amongst users of a 3.6. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. They like I like it. it. Mm-hmm. All right. And now um, we get uh, backstage. Gargano attacked Cross, and Cross now wants Johnny Gargano dead. So they're <laughs> having a feud. Yeah. Um, which we see many times throughout this episode. Um, so we'll be back to that in more detail in a minute. Yeah. Um, the breakout tournament is happening again. They've announced um, they go through everyone who was in the last one, except for our winner, Jordan Miles, because he left. <laughs> Under um, circumstances that they, they that, shan't talk about. Yes, that they don't, but they just completely wrote him out of this history. Yeah, um, I mean, and they have to but, promote this tournament, too. Um, yeah so no i get it it's just weird um but for those who don't remember breakout tournament is with the newer gentlemen um within the performance center um and new to nxt um Mm. they all it's eight men in like a bracket style tournament and at the end you win a contract to face someone for a title shot you know the weird thing Um, is Jacqueline, that this podcast is old enough that we covered the first tournament And therefore, it's easy for me to remember that the way they sort of promoted and talked about the original tournament is a little bit of revisionist history. Uh, They talked about how, yeah, they talked about how, like, you know, Bronson, like this tournament made Bronson Reed and Cameron Grimes and Swerve and all this other stuff. Like, we watched this tournament, Jacqueline. We remember what happened. Like, we were impressed by a lot of these guys. And And then then they they, went nowhere. Yeah, they disappeared for a (laughs) long time. And we're like, whatever happened to Cameron Grimes? Or whatever happened to... And then eventually they showed up on TV. Right. Uh, And I will... And, you know, if you you ever go back and listen to those old episodes, um, uh, you know, you mentioned over and over again what everyone's real or known name was. Yeah. Because everyone was... Yeah. yeah, So um, it'll be interesting to see who comes up this time because I can only imagine it'll be similar. Um, but yeah. what's fun is um, it's fun to see how some of those characters have changed like Joaquin Wild. Yes. They didn't, I don't think they used him between the breakout tournament and when he joined Legato del Fantasma. I'm pretty sure. He appeared a couple of times but largely in, in a guy to be beaten role. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So anyway, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but Bronson Reed is backstage after this announcement um, and gets asked about what he thinks about the tournament. He's excited about it. Um, you know, he really enjoyed his time. But Swerve comes in to interrupt the interview, and he wants a shot at the North American title. Yeah. Um, and in one of the fun, and I don't even know if this was on purpose or not, but because Top Dalla starts, starts talking, and mm-hmm. Reed refers to him as Dalla King. 
And I don't know why, but I loved it. <laughs> I, I don't know why either, but that works. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, yeah. King Dalla, Dalla King. Um, we get, um, okay, Karrion Cross comes out and he wants Johnny Gargano to come out and meet him face to face. So Gargano obliges. He's not afraid of Cross. Um, and so they're, they're meeting face to face, but duh, Theory's coming up from behind to kick Cross in the head to take him down. Um, it all breaks down. Um, Samoa Joe comes out. Um, Gargano with a super kick to Cross, but somehow it takes out all the security guys as well. Um, Joe and Cross meet face to face. Um, and, you know, I can't wait for Samoa Joe just to drop someone. Like, it's going to happen soon. Mm-hmm. I, I so. do got to say, throughout, it's not just been this episode, but, like, since he's returned to be in this role, I don't think he's been particularly good at his job. Like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like he was brought back to stop the people from brawling with each other all the time. And they mm-hmm. just brawl with each other all the time still. And then he shows up to be like, stop that. And they're like, okay. Well, but but now it's him doing it instead of William Regal, I think is what it is. Yeah. I, I feel so. like we need some preventative measures put in place to, to prevent the brawling well, to begin with. And we find out some more at the end, like as the episode goes on. So mm-hmm. we'll talk through that. Oh, yeah. Um, we're back with the battery power thing. We're up to 61%. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we talked about it, but yeah. I believe my theory is in place here that this battery can only charge while NXT is on the air. When Probably. NXT is off the air, that- there's, no, there's no power. It, it can't charge. And- and has been my theory since the beginning is this is going to be the return of Tegan Knox. Ah, so, yeah, it could be. Yes. Um, I will say, because just so we don't talk about it later as well, um, by the end of this episode, we do get up to 81%, which means that we yes. are primed to have this person return next week. That's what I, we're doing. At the Great American yeah. Bash, yes. At the Great American Bash. So makes sense. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, Diamond Mine is out yes. and uh, Roderick Strong is having a match against um, I forgot his first name but his last name's Hale. Asher. Asher Hale, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Strong's moving around the ring very quickly and gets Hale down um, keeps him down in a submission attempt. Hale rolls through um, but Strong still has the hold on. Hale had Strong in a hold but Strong was able to power up um, with this man on his back and then puts Hale into the ropes and a backbreaker huge chops and forearms um, has his foot to hail on the rope, strong with a suplex for a two. Um, and he has his arms locked around Hale's waist and in an exchange of strikes, and strong finally gets hailed down and into a submission for a tap. Yeah. So strong is always puts on a good match. Like he really, really does. The crowd really likes Roderick strong. Um, yeah. So, but it seems like he's going more for a grappling style now, which yeah. NXT with, yeah. is doing in general. Yeah. So he's fitting with the big, Mm-hmm. Um, with yeah. what's with what's in style now, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it fits in as well with what they were sort of promoting through the Diamond Mine videos and stuff too. There was yeah. a lot of uh, MMA training. It, yeah, this feels like it's just going to be a very hard hitting group, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how I feel about Buzz Cut Roddy, but I mean, I guess that's mm-hmm. like you know, uh, no frills, this- down to business. Yeah. It's a meaner look, I guess. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he beat this guy up really bad. And one, it was just to reestablish Roderick Strong, who has been off TV for a while. I went with a two. I went two and a quarter. Ah, okay. Grapple with a 1.99. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, so who is the third guy in um, Diamond Mind? It's Roderick Strong, mm-hmm. Tyler Rust. Yeah. Who's the third guy? And oh, I'm blanking on his name. I don't think I, his I don't I don't even think they're calling him by his the Right. his actual name or the name he went by so, in Japan. I think I saw the name Hideki Suzuki, but I don't want to say that. That's right. That is correct. Is it? Okay. Yes. I'm like I saw it, but it sounds not okay. But, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but that's not what they're calling him. It's calling him it's not. Okay. But he he's like a known guy in Japan. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, next up, we get Cameron Grimes out against a guy whose last name is Sterling um, with, like, pink and purple hair. Love Ar- it. Ari Sterling, yes. Ari Sterling. Uh, Sterling try. Oh, he, oh, before, yeah. Um, I wanted to do this because this is a... Uh, um, we will probably end up seeing him in the breakout tournament, I am sure. Uh, although, if that's the case, I wouldn't have put him in a situation to lose here, but, you know, oh, whatever. Oh, I have a theory on that, too, So, but you go ahead first. Okay, so he uh, he kind of came in with ooh, that other guy. I don't remember his NXT name, but he wrestled Kushida a couple weeks ago. He was the former Blake oh, Christian. Yeah. Um, and he had a fun match with Kushida, too. Um, yes. Ari Starling, they brought him in. The reason he looks the way he does is because he has made his look uh, that of the colors of 205 Live. Um, oh. So, because uh, he's been on that show uh, here and there. And you didn't get to see all of what he can do in this match, but he's yeah. super. He's a super athletic guy. On the indies, his name was Alex Zane. And he was a part of that group with like Blake Christian were in the last episode, I was talking about how there was these group of guys that were just starting to have their breakout moment on the indies Mm -hmm. and WWE swooped in and was like, you don't get a chance to do that. We're going to grab you before that happens even. So, Um, so here's my theory on that. So we've been seeing a lot of these longer squash matches as we've been calling them. My theory is guys like Sterling, Hale, the other guy against Kushida, they've all been losing, but they're all who we're going to see in Breakout. Yeah, I feel like that is who we are going to see in Breakout largely. It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to start this match now. Um, so Sterling trying to use his cartwheels and flying to take down Grimes, but Grimes is able to reverse, um, and Grimes gets Sterling out of the ring with a hurricanrana of his own, but then Sterling takes Grimes face first to the apron, then a springboard moonsault. Um, and then this standing corkscrew flip thing for a two. Um, Sterling gets a big kick to Grimes' head um, and then goes to jump over the ropes but gets caught with the cave-in and Grimes wins. Yeah, it was pretty short. It was short. Nothing special. Um, yeah. No. It was, it was fun, but really short. It was. Uh, I agree. I, I went two and a quarter. I did too. Yikes, my phone like literally leapt out of my hand just then. Um, ah, so excited. We agreed. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, Jacqueline. It was unbelievable. Um, actually, I shouldn't have been that surprised. It happens way more frequently, I think. Uh, yeah. It was No, I was just stunned at this grapple score, which was a 2.17, which was not quite oh. our score. Uh, I was but I'm hoping, actually surprised they were that high. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think there's like a soft spot for those guys in the, the grapple is. audience. There is. Um, and Cameron Grimes. People love him right now. Yes. Um, speaking of which, LA Knight comes out then with the million dollar title. Less um, love. And the crowd. 
the crowd hates him. Mm -hmm. Um, Grimes is still mad at Knight for what he did to Ted. Grimes wants a match next week, but Knight says no because Grimes doesn't deserve it. Um, But then Knight changes his mind. He says he'll put up his title, but when Grimes loses, he will be Knight's butler. Yeah. So, weird little thing happening, but... It's happening. Yes, and I feel like that is probably what's going to end up happening. So we're going to get some skits as Cameron Grimes is the butler, and then he's going to have to fight his way back out or whatever. Uh, Like, I don't have a problem with these sort of twists and turns in the hero's journey to getting revenge. But this sort of stuff, like, even as a kid when they did this, I was like, eh. So yeah. it's even worse now as a grown up. <laughs> like it is. This is not my thing. I don't want to. Uh, I don't care about Cameron Grimes as a butler. Like no. I loved kooky, funny, rich Cameron Grimes, but did. he's good. Yeah. But I guess there's the thing too that he has all the money. <laughs> yeah. And then he's someone's butler. Like there is that little ironic twist if you think about it that way. <laughs> that is really weird. Yes. Yeah. To be the fanciest butler ever. He will be still without a shirt on. Yeah, of um, <laughs> Eo and Zoe are backstage, but Indy and Candace um, come in. Um, Zoe saying all they, all she and Eo need is mutual respect with each other. It doesn't matter that they're not friends or family like Candace and e, um, Candace and Indy. Yeah. Um, Candace saying um, when the way wins again, Eo will turn on Zoe. Um, but then Candace is like, but then Eo is like, Candace, you've never beaten me. So like, it's going to be an really interesting, uh, match. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like what they're doing with all this stuff. I expect a lot of good stuff in that match. I, yes, I do too. Um, Kyle O'Reilly's out, um, and he wants to fight dudes who make him a better fighter. And that is a direct quote. Um, he recounts his last match well, with Adam cool Cole. He's cool Kyle now, Jacqueline. He's cool Kyle. They're dudes. Dudes. Um, <laughs> he recounts his last match with Adam Cole, which he won. Yes. Um, and saying he's going to be champ one day. And then he calls um, Adam Cole down. Um, and I feel like we need a Drake Maverick um, pop up here to be like, no, have you learned nothing? You don't You do not do this. <laughs> um, uh, but, yes. It's been too long since we've had meta Drake Maverick. <laughs> right. We, I really love that character. Um, mm-hmm. But now we'll probably never see him because Killian Dane's also gone. Yes. Um, but Adam Cole um, listens. He comes out. His hair is down, um, looking like he's ready for a fight. Um, so, uh, so he's walking down the ramp. But then Samoa Joe's music hits, and he comes out before anything can happen. Yes, with security guards. And I'm like, Joe, smart move. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, Cole saying um, Kyle is obsessed with him. Kyle recaps their feud and shows that Cole is maybe the one who's obsessed. Samoa Joe's just awkwardly standing there, staring at them while they have an exchange of words, and it's wonderful. Um, Cole mentioning Undisputed Era, so it's good to know that it's not just being swept under the rug. Cole saying he did all the work, and Kyle just enjoyed the ride. Cole is the star, blah, blah, blah. Then (laughs) we get into a moment I don't love, and Adam Cole brings Kyle's wife into it. Not okay, buddy. Not a a Um, TV character. They haven't even acknowledged that he is married or anything before. It just felt... Like, I get what what they're doing, but it's still out of place. I don't know. No. Um, Kyle saying he was ashamed of his time in the Undisputed Era, and honestly, that was some great work you did, so maybe just enjoy it for what it is, Kyle. Uh, Um, Yeah, I wouldn't be ashamed. You were amazing as part of that group. Right? Um, They come forehead to forehead, Mm -hmm. um, and um, 
Cole goes to step. Oh, Joe goes to step in, but they walk away. Yeah. Um, and then Kyle somehow gets Cole in a hold, like by his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, and Adam Cole's calling out to Joe for help. Yeah. Um, and Joe just kind of like starts walking away and then sends in his uh, his squad of security guards. But he let Adam Cole suffer for a minute. Like, <laughs> just know I can do this. <laughs> yeah. I want you to know that I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I get what, yeah, I get they're trying to push this match really hard for Great American Bash. Uh, and they mm-hmm. have to try to push this hard because they WWE'd this feud, which is to say it started mm-hmm. with what should have been the blow off match with all the weapons and the no rules. And now they're kind of going backwards by having their next yeah. match be a standard professional wrestling match, which will be right, a, it's, it'll be a great match. It will. It's just bizarre. It's just weird. Bat, like they're. Their anger is de-escalating. Like, yeah. Now we don't need weapons anymore. I guess, but we're more mad than we have we've ever been. Right. Uh, I, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Very weird. I miss the old NXT sometimes, Jacqueline. I think we all do. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we get a mixed tag match. It's oh Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez versus Tian Shaw, uh, Boa, and uh, Zaya Lee. Yes. Um, so, well, the crowd was really behind Mercedes Martinez when she came out, which is odd, but cool. So, mm-hmm. she's the face going into this, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the men start. Boa's agile. We haven't seen him wrestle in forever, so very excited. Yep. Um, they, uh, and, uh, the, oh, sorry, the match hasn't even started yet. I will say when Boa and Zaya Lee are in the ring together... They have a really cool, like, ring picture. Like, it's very nice yeah. <laughs> with their little poses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, all right, so it all just starts with a brawl. Everyone's fighting, but then the mich- the men officially start the match. Atlas doing really well here early with lots of big kicks um, and off the rope move. The women in, and Zaya takes Mercedes down quickly, and then a flying forearm. Zaya looking for a suplex, but Mercedes stops it and rolls Zaya up for a one. Mercedes with a backdrop to get Zaya out of the ring, um, and Mercedes yells at Mei Ying. Boa and Atlas back in. Atlas trying to fight off Boa and gets him out of the ring to tag in Mercedes, who takes down Zaya multiple times. Zaya on the ropes with Mercedes hitting her um, and gets her down with a huge drop kick, um, and, Bo- or, and Boa breaks it up. Atlas and Mercedes working very well together. Um, Zaya laying um, on the mat with Mercedes standing over her. Zaya with a suplex and a kick to the face for a two. Mm-hmm. And then they stopped the match in this very weird way and announced that Tian Sha won. Yeah. Apparently, Mercedes Martinez got a concussion when she got kicked in the head. Yeah, and not just that. So, er, like, earlier in the okay. match, too, there's, like, a super kick, too, I think, that Zaya hit that yeah. also hit Mercedes, like, right in the face. Yeah. Um, but this um, this hook kick that she does, yep. I went back and watched this, like, a bunch of times because... At first, I'm like, is this just a really great sell, or is she? Right. Were was she legitimately knocked out? She looked limp. She was legitimately knocked out here. Uh, yeah. So the thing, the thing with the the spinning kick that Zaya does, and like a lot of people do this, like Alistair Black did, did a spin kick yep. similar to this, and the idea is that when you're doing the spin. Uh, like if you're in like an MMA fight or some sort of mm-hmm. legit fighting competition, you don't have to do this because your goal is to legitimately hit the other person that and knock them someone out. out. Yeah. But for purposes of pro wrestling, like when you're throwing a super kick, uh, it's easy to 
make it look like you really drill your intended target without doing it because your eyes are on where your foot is going to be going at all times. So you have a direct line of sight there. Uh, Mm -hmm. With the spin kick, the only way to do this really good is if you also kind of whip your head around as quickly as your leg. So you've also got a good idea. Zaya didn't really do that. She just threw a spin kick. And Mercedes did not put her hands up or anything. She just kind of put her chin out there and just foot hit face. And she went completely out. And that's that's why when Zaya went for the pin, it looked like Mercedes was fighting the, even the pin attempt. Like it looked right. like she was kind of half sitting up and cause she did yeah, not know she, where she was. No, um, she was out. And to the referee's credit, he recognized that and stopped the match right away. Yes. Uh, it's rare that you see a match end with a legitimate knockout in pro wrestling, but uh, you happened. saw it here. Uh, I don't know if you caught the ending of this, but I, I mean, obviously I felt bad for Mercedes. I also felt really bad for Zaya because Zaya is supposed to be this evil bad guy, but she knows what happened here. Like the few times we see her afterwards, she is trying to keep her composure. She is about to burst into tears. Yes. She she, does not look okay. She feels like she knows what happened and she feels absolutely horrible about it. So I felt really bad. I ended up feeling a lot of sympathy for the bad guy in this match. Cause, well, you know, yeah, because she really just didn't want that. No. Right. No one want that. So, no. um, yeah. Yeah. So I ended up giving this a two for the effort. Uh, gotcha. But yikes, that was a scary ending to that one. Very scary. So I went, I actually went two and a quarter. And okay. the reason for that is because I thought Jack Atlas and Boa were really great. Mm-hmm. And I want more of them. <laughs> um, Grapple, they have hearts of stone here and gave this match 1.72. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I get, get it. I it get it. The finish yeah. was weird. Yeah. The finish was weird. And like, it felt like it was just getting started. So like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was supposed to go longer. Yeah. Um, but I hope Mercedes a um, quick recovery. Absolutely. That, that sounds scary. So yes. Um, we get Champa and Thatcher out, chairs in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason I know they're not coming out for a match is because of Thatcher's shoes and pants. Um, <laughs> first of all, he's wearing pants. Second of all, he is wearing like nurse shoes. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know not what else wrestling to call them. Gear. Not wrestling appropriate. Not gear. wrestling gear. Um, Champa on the other hand just always looks ready for a fight. MSK, yep. um, comes out also with chairs at the ready. Um, and they, and they're just using them to sit here. So they just sit across from each other in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, Champa starts speaking. He uses y'all too much. So like time to get out of Florida for a minute, bud. Just throwing <laughs> that one out there. Yeah. Get back up um, to, uh, I, I forget where Champa's from new, new England or uh, wherever. It's time to get out for a minute. Wisconsin. <laughs> sure. Probably one of them. Um, Thatcher's just staring very intensely and it's freaking me out. Although then at one point he starts laughing yeah. and it's kind of great. Like he broke character, I'm pretty sure. So it was fun. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden then everyone's on their feet. Champa's, um, dancing to the crowd's chant of Champa's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, MSK acting like the heels here with a slap to the face first, um, to fire Thatcher all up and yeah. You know, everyone's just getting angry. It's going to be fun. It's I feel like I feel like the idea here is ultimately that Thatcher and Champa will probably work. Um, I'm trying to remember the the term, but it's like um, they work like slightly heel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 
uh, at least in like how the match will be laid out. I presume that MSK will probably still get retain. like, yeah, yeah. I, I think oh. they'll retain, and I, and they'll probably. I think this will be more of a match where it's like Thatcher and Champa beat up on one of MSK, and then they get the hot tag, that sort of thing. Or mm-hmm. subtle heel. That's what I was going for. They're going, to, they're going to work subtle heel, which I think is more much more suitable to Champa and Thatcher than it is MSK. So I agree. Uh, I think the slap was because Champa's like, I know you guys are the champions, but to me, you're still the underdogs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because in his mind, yeah, and his yeah, that fired him up. And and you know, in Champa's mind, he's the former world champion, and he carried NXT on his back, and he wrecked his neck for NXT, like you know, literally. Yes. Um, and quick note, um, Carter was his first name. Nash. Sure. Yeah. Doesn't he look like Jason Muse? <laughs> Kinda, yeah, like a sh- like a shorter Muse, but yes. Yeah. He's Jason Muse. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's. I mean, I do. I do not know where that where that line of questioning came from, but I'm not mad about it. So I was just, because I'm watching. I was looking at him, and I'm like, he looks like someone. He looks like someone. I'm like, oh god, it's Jason Muse. <laughs> he looks like a less stoned Jason Muse. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway, I had to get that out. Um, Regal's backstage. Recap what's happening on the Great American Bash, and then Saray into interrupts, and she just goes, "I would like a match against Tony Storm." And Regal says, "Maybe," um, which I thought was the greatest way to ask for a match. No one's storming in. She just is like, "Make yeah. this happen." Mm. Walks away, says, "Thank you." That's like, like the most realistic, like office job feeling. Yeah, like there's no grandioseness to it. It was just like. Hello, I would like a match against this person, and the boss is like, "We'll see." Uh, yeah, and that's, and that's like <laughs> that's, that's how this works. Um, we're in the parking lot now, and Karrion Cross is leaving. Theory comes up after him, um, and then Cross takes Theory out, but then Gargano takes down Cross, hitting him in the head with the car door. Um, but then Cross grabs Gargano from behind, puts him to sleep. Joe comes out um, with Gargano and tells him it's too much. Um, and this is where I like the Samoa Joe character, where he's like, mm, Johnny, calm it down. <laughs> like, you're a bit much right now. <laughs> so that's what I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's been announced on Twitter, but they didn't really say anything about it here. We're going to get Karrion Cross and Johnny Gargano face-to-face next week, whatever mm-hmm. that means. Yeah. Not a match, though, I under... I don't know. Who knows? Not a match yet. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I... Who knows? I am not excited for this match. Which one? The Johnny Carrion match. Well, I think Johnny's going to win, and this is where Carrion leaves. I mean, that's possible. Because other, other, that's the only reason they, I think, because they were looking to, they forced this. This has come up very quickly. Yes. I mean, well, yeah. And as we'll talk about with the main event uh, as yes. well, uh, that ties into that. Uh, it's just. Um, and there's a few others that are rumored to be going moving up soon too. It's just like, Gar- yeah, and we can probably mention them as well, or at least uh, we'll talk about that situation in a minute, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. But with Gargano, I don't know. He just feels like if they're if they're nudging him towards babyface, or at least even babyface for this match, like he seems like the biggest instigator i mean and also kind of a, a bit of a loser uh kind of a joke uh like this is uh 
I mean, we've got like, you know, when they have like their pull apart or whatever, uh, you know, Karrion Cross is like mocking the fact that Gargano is j- a jokey character now or a funny character mm. or something. And like Samoa Joe literally pulls Johnny Gargano away by like the by like he grabs him by the ear or the scruff of his neck or something. And oh, see, I don't know. I think you're reading too much into it. Uh, like I, <laughs> I saw that, and I'm like, he seems like such a, no, such a dork. And like, it would have been better if they just tried to keep Cross as the baby face, but then they weirdly turned him heel. Even I mean, like he should he was be never a, heel. a baby face. Oh he yeah, was never a baby face. To me, he never was, but they certainly treated him like he was. Uh, like in his promos were scripted to, to be more nice and respectful or whatever. But then all of a sudden he wasn't for some reason. So yeah, I'm just all sorts of confused by whatever they're doing at the top of the card here. So uh, I don't know. Uh, we can move on. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so our main event for tonight is Swerve versus Bronson Reed for the North American title. So Swerve comes out first. Um, and um, as Alicia is announcing the match, Top Dollars in the background holding up a picture of Hit Row mm-hmm. to like celebrate um, Swerve, which I thought was beautiful. Yes. Okay. Match starts. Um, Swerve pushes um, Reed pushes Swerve down, but he gets back up quickly and a lot of circling. Swerve gets Reed by the arm, uh, and Reed swap, slapping Swerve and takes him up and over. Reed has Swerve by the neck. Swerve gets Reed by the nostrils, trying very hard, but Reed gets Swerve down and picks him up, um, picks him back up by the neck and finally breaks it. Um, but Reed just knocks Swerve back down. Swerve looking for a triangle, but Reed able to get into a squat and deadlift Swerve with one arm. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Reed has Swerve in an overhead press and just throws him across the ring. Swerve reaching for Adonis, but doesn't quite make it, who's on the outside. Reed with a chop to the chest and he goes down. Reed launches Swerve across the ring. Reed drops himself on Swerve and Swerve rolls to the apron. Reed meets him um, and now they go for a strike exchange, but it is definitely one sided. Swerve going low with the chops to try and take Reed down by the leg um, and then starts kicking that same leg and goes to try to drop Reed, but Reed just sits on Swerve. Um, Seems to be having fun while doing it. Swerve had a submission attempt on Reed um, in the ring. Um, Reed picks up Swerve and puts him on the apron. Um, And now Reed getting in a bunch of chops, but Swerve behind Reed um, and off the ropes, able to get a German suplex for a two. Reed down and Swerve goes after the arm now, but Reed picks up Swerve, who is able to maneuver himself onto the back um, and get in some strikes. And Swerve um, just has no quit in him um, and gets a flatliner for a two. Hit row on the outside, not believing what they are seeing. Top dollar still has the picture in his hands. Reed takes Swerve down with a huge clothesline, but he gets up with a dropkick, and then Reed takes Swerve for another ride, and both men are down. Reed with a bunch of chops and then an elbow to the head. Reed using his whole body to keep Swerve down. Um, B-Fab and Top Dalla distract, and Adonis pulls Reed down on the um, to the apron, um, and Dalla goes running um, for Reed, but he sidesteps and gets put through the plexiglass in a really ma- amazing fashion. Mm-hmm. Reed, um, oh, he going, went like flying through that plexiglass. He really like I and I think he like was having fun. Like (laughs) he looked like he had a smile on his face. That is the weird thing about wrestling. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Reed going to get back into the ring um, and maybe the house call um, and then by Swerve and then a 450 splash and he wins. Yes. Um, so these two are really good together. They did it again. Um, I'm sad that this means Reed is likely leaving NXT, but excited for Swerve. He deserves to be a champ and can't wait to see who he will face next. Yeah. The only the only problem I have with this is and it's like nobody's fault at all uh because what it really boils down to is for some reason uh vince decided he wanted to call some people up and he didn't know who he wanted before he wanted them and it didn't matter what they were doing elsewhere so you know bronson's uh so this is a thing he was working dark matches Mm-hmm. Before SmackDown with Karrion Cross was also doing a dark match as well. And then both of them showed up on main event, which is whatever their Hulu show or right. whatever. Um, and uh, once they appeared there, there was a feeling of like, ah, these guys are probably getting called up. And yes. then all of a sudden you get this weird feud with Johnny Gargano with Karrion Cross Karrion out Cross. of the blue. And then Bronson Reed loses his title straight away. He's barely had that title for any length of time. And it's, it's already off of him. So, mm-hmm. uh, and there's been other people who have been working those dark matches or main event stuff too. I think, I know Tony Storm is in there. And Shotzi Blackheart maybe? is in there. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody else. I think there was somebody else, but it was like somebody who hasn't really been featured on NXT yeah. TV. He's like a football guy or something, maybe. Um, but yeah, this match was good. I really like this match. It's right up there with the women's tag opener. Uh, so the show sandwiched very well. Um, the middle was okay, too. Uh, the only th- the, only, the only qualm I really have with this show is how weird, like they're trying, they're twisting themselves into knots with this Johnny Gargano carrying cross thing. But other than that, uh, for the most part, I really enjoyed this episode. I went three and a quarter in the main event, and yeah, I'm happy that Hit Row is going to be even more featured than they already are. Yep, I went a solid three, um, and. Yeah, this the, the swerve um, read um, thing they kind of put it on very quickly. There was this whole. I mean, we were still talking about Escobar and Reed, like maybe up until last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but but Hit Row versus Legato del Fantasma, like maybe maybe yeah. maybe <laughs> it's in the it's it's in the stars written in the stars. It's in the cards. Yeah. Um, it's in somewhere. It's somewhere. Uh, Grapple went 3.27. Hey, Grapple. Hey, so not bad at all. Uh, Yeah, so a good show. Next week's show is loaded uh, with some things that I am very much... I think I'm looking forward to pretty much everything. And I think we've got a Gargano and Cross um, confrontation. And I think there's probably also going to be some sort of like hit row celebration as well. Yep. Uh, but yeah, other than that, we've got more Cameron Grimes and LA Knight. We've got Probably the only thing I'm not looking forward to. Yeah, we've got two tag team title matches, which both should be fun. Mm-hmm. And then we've got our uh, Kyle and Adam main event. 
Yes, we do. So that should all be uh, pretty darn good. It should. So it, should be should be a good show. Has all the makings of a good show. So let's which, let's which let's means see what we will do. get disappointed. <laughs> oh man, I really let's not jinx it. I really hope that that's not the case. I mean, maybe <laughs> they can even turn around this Gargano cross thing. I don't think they're going to be able to turn it around, but uh, yes, they will once Johnny Gargano wins. <laughs> And then they could, they can just pretend like none of this other stuff yep. happened. Yep. 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 That's how we. That's how we work. Yeah, we'll just close our eyes, plug our ears, just and shout. We'll just shout until we're out of the room. Uh, yes, do like a la 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 la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't see any of this. Uh, no. We'll just pretend like it's uh, none of the, it was all a bad dream, maybe. Yep. Uh, okay. So that's the podcast for this week, everybody. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. Of course, this podcast, like all of our others, is listener-supported, and I continue to thank you for your support. Uh, People are weirdly still doing it, so that's really nice uh, and unexpected. Thank you. Yes, so much. Uh, There are a couple ways that you can help patreon.com slash cinema geekly or uh if you just want to in the short term pick yourself up some cool stuff uh gear wise uh shirts and otherwise uh geeklymerch.com links for all those are in the show notes for this episode uh along with that aforementioned uh war game season uh shirt there's a couple of shirts for this podcast but uh yeah they're they're all there The, the the links are in the thing Uh, Like I said, so go check those out when you're done listening to this. Uh, Speaking of, uh, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Just search for What Comes NXT, hit subscribe, and that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more NXT on the USA Network and the Peacock, the Great American Bash edition featuring Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole.